Hello, friends, and welcome to the dimension of our midnight cake. I'm Soltis. Joining me in the nexus of realities are my friends and fellow trans-dimensional beings, Lumberdor, Beaches, and Doug. Well, now that we've creeped into October, we thought that it would be fun to share with you some of our favorite and lesser-known movies for Halloween. To start us off, Beaches suggested the 1990 Touchstone Pictures movie, Spaced Invaders, the science fiction comedy directed by Patrick Reed Johnson and starring Douglas Barr, Royal Dano, and Ariana Richards, had a budget of only $3 million and grossed over $15 million at the box office. Noted film historian and critic Leonard Maltin gave the movie 1.5 out of four stars, stating the film was, quote, criminally overlong. It all makes you wonder why Orson Welles couldn't get financing for decades, while pictures like this one are produced by the truckload, unquote. Since its release, however, the film has gained a substantial cult following. As usual, there will be spoilers. If you happen to enjoy our conversations and would like to support our efforts or suggest something to discuss, consider visiting our website at ourmidnightcake.com. If you are interested in knowing what we will be talking about next week, Lumberdor has suggested Return to Oz, which promises to be an interesting discussion. Now, on with the transmission. So before we get started, I'd like to apologize to everyone. I did not recall that this had uh, Hulk Hogan in that. I know he's a he's become a controversial figure, and I, I hope I didn't expose any of your children. Uh, to we did not expose Hulk Hogan to my children. <laughs> I think by the time he popped up, I had to like, who is that? Oh, oh, that's the insurance guy. Right. Yeah. Uh, so the farmer guy... It was killing me because I've he's one of those character actors you see Royal Dano. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was in everything. And and he played an old farmer dude with a dog in Killer Clowns from Outer Space mm -hmm, mm -hmm. who found aliens. I was like, the I've seen scenario. this guy before. It was that. I haven't seen I that movie in forever. Well, I had to if, look you've, it up to if you've watched any Western, he's been in. He's in Kung all Fu. He's in all the Westerns. <laughs> Outlaw Josie Wales. He's all over the place. I love the workhorse because, actors because that, like that. That was bothering me, too. I was trying to think. I know this oh, guy from somewhere. He's killing me the whole movie. Where the heck? <laughs> <laughs> so I was recognizing some of the voice actors for the aliens, and I was trying to place where they were. Oh, you mean from. Jack Nicholson? <laughs> Other than Jack Nicholson. Oh, I thought it was Christian Slater. So the guy that played um, Captain Bipto, Bipto or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. He was one of the original like Banana Splits guys. Like he was oh, the wow. lead on that. And did oh a bunch gosh. of other stuff. Bunch of the anime. Deep cuts. Uh, the one that played Pez voiced Goofy for like 11 years. <laughs> and then uh the one that yeah, played that's Ziploc, a good find yeah the one that played ziploc uh was one of Mel wait Blanc's. so i thought bill farmer had played goofy since like forever he has but at this particular was guy, he boy, was he just like an alternate or something i guess so i don't know it okay. didn't get too He's much the bench player for goofy yeah <laughs> but then uh, real guys out sick bring him in <laughs> he, was he, he, he was an alternate <laughs> Joe Ask Askley, I think, played Ziploc. And he um he was one of 
Mel Blanc's successor. So he's voiced pretty much all the Looney Tunes. Oh, yeah. wow. okay. Good he, grief. He, he voiced Plucky Duck on Tiny Tunes. Tiny Tune oh, Adventures. Uh, okay. And then when the actor... <laughs> I know this played, is not the same voice actor, but water go down the hole. <laughs> yeah, no. Water go down the hole. That was my and, entire uh, takeaway from uh, 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 Tiny Tune. Tiny <laughs> from yeah, the entire series. Was yeah. I want to I push the button. <laughs> <laughs> the best. The best. <laughs> he was also, uh, when the actor for Grandpa Pickles died, he was the replacement for Lou Pickles. So on Rugrats, wow. those those are all very good finds. Way yes. to go! And of course, we have the girl from Jurassic Park. Yes, yes. Doesn't need who a has, name. <laughs> who has since become a rather talented and skilled artist? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Not cool. a hacker. Not, she, not a hacker. No, she <laughs> she she left acting to pursue art. Ariana, there we go. Ariana Richards. That's right. So, if you've never heard of Space Invaders, it's uh, probably because it came out almost a month after the uh, first live-action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. Yes, uh, <laughs> I, I, I really I enjoyed I this guys, movie. I, I think we were all still watching that when this came out. <laughs> I remember seeing the posters everywhere when it came out, but I've never seen this movie until now. It was the first time that I've watched it. I'd never and even I, had heard of it. I was surprised. I really enjoyed it. I I, I laughed at this movie way more than I should have. Yeah. I, I, I think I would have enjoyed it more now video. than I would have when I was younger. I didn't see it till video. <laughs> I think so, too. But once I had seen it, I was surprised that it wasn't a bigger deal. I was surprised yeah. that more people I, I knew hadn't seen it. Because it seems yeah, it's really like kind of a shame. It's just sort of coasted underneath the radar. It seems like it would have been a big thing at the time. Yeah, and and to me, this is like one of those things that fits so well in like a repeat viewing kind of cycle. Because it's not it's not like a horror movie. You know, we're kind of doing the October horror thing. It's a Halloween movie. Uh huh. Had it peaked its release window better, you know, this is the kind of thing that probably would have turned into a cartoon and an action figure. Wow. Oh, yeah. Think so yeah. Yeah. You'd think so. Well, and especially with all the Martians being very distinct characters and, yeah. and, and even caricatures of specific character types and, <laughs> and tropes. Oh, yeah. But I loved I loved even the thing. I went in cold not knowing anything about it. And just the, the basic premise that it's like <laughs> instead of War of the Worlds broadcast screwing with the American populace, it's screwing with actual Martians. Yeah, I, love, just, I love I love that premise. Like that is so funny to me. I just find that super funny. So love that there are two modern movies that just do away with our our, uh, our modern scientific knowledge and just say, sure, there are probably Martians. <laughs> <laughs> you have to love the commitment to that premise, even. Yes. Uh, yeah. This mm-hmm. and Invaders from Mars, which I think was a Toby Hooper joint. You know, we can watch I, that. I, um, I, I I've seen this a handful of times, and I still don't remember who it was. They're supposed to be fighting the. Octurians, 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 yeah, something like they, that. They they went as far they went far enough to make up a race for them to <laughs> fight, but <laughs> but they're Martians, okay. <laughs> and and so they're horribly inept, but they hear about Martians storming Earth, and they're like, "We're gonna go bathe in the glory of this moment." <laughs> There's always and, and every time I see this, town. <laughs> it's great. Every time I see Big this, there's bean. way more space in it than I remember. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. it brings it at the beginning for sure. Yeah, yeah, there's a whole armada and. I was impressed by the effects that, in this movie. Uh, it's that the weird stuff that robot I love, though. that <laughs> kill everything. The, the, this oh, totally. movie had more space in it than your average uh, Predator movie. <laughs> <laughs> I like the like, use of puppets too for the alien creatures for parts of the movie too. Almost like any practical effects. Oh, they were s- super impressive. And the I'm surprised <laughs> by the you know the things, yes. the three million the dollar budget. Point. I mean. It yeah, looks like they uh, they did so much with that. Yeah, that's something else that caught me off guard about this. One's like the premise I found hilarious, and the other thing was how good everything looked. Mm. Even I don't want to jump like too far ahead. Even the stuff with the ship at the end where they're trying to help them launch the ship, like the mm-hmm. ship looked really cool. The farm, and like the they looked really robot. cool, and there oh are articulated God. parts. And I love that. <laughs> it's awesome. The, the lip syncing not so great. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't think I, I'm, I'm just moved, assuming though. they were dubbed. They dubbed English yes. over the Martian language. Sure, that's it. Got to be. I'm pretty sure their voice syncing was similar to the Power Rangers, to where their heads were just stationary <laughs> and their lips didn't move at all. It's funny. I just take that as like a part of that kind of. I always oh, wonder yeah. in the Power like Rangers when they decide when they decide to try and do some mouth moving, and when they they just say no, never mind. Just screw it, guys. We just, just won't even bother. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the director of the particular episode, I guess. No, nobody wants to see those silver lips drinking soda at the juice bar. Really experienced Power Ranger <laughs> directors are like, this This isn't that kind of show. No, the formula has been established. <laughs> um, but uh, Lumberdor, you were talking about that that giant tractor mech <laughs> yeah oh yeah I, I can't remember its name i'm gonna call it farmageddon so farmageddon. i don't know what it's close enough that's a great name is. close enough that should have been the name it was like the farmoid or something like yeah this is a zoid <laughs> i hated the actor uh when he was the gas pump guy but as he became a controlled robot enslaved by and, alien race and I really so yeah liked him. he was it hilarious was that yes. characters <laughs> before even the aliens arrived this was that character's idea for a machine to, um, I don't know, uh, revitalize the community, revitalize the, yeah, by, uh, the farmland mm-hmm. and get them out from under the thumb of the, uh, the farmer insurance, whatever. But the farm <laughs> co-op evil, thing. evil insurance agent. Ah, yeah, they're awful. <laughs> they're the worst. He just he just happened to have this robot in his back pockets. Oh yeah, just so happened that the one guy that they enslaved was <laughs> was the inventor slash engineer of this giant farm robot. Uh, uh, I'll allow this thing a few conveniences. <laughs> I like um, that they had this robot that seemed to be its entire purpose in the movie was to uh, shrug its shoulders. Yes. Oh yeah. That little, That's the thing again when you're talking though about, about this should have had a cartoon show. Yes. I mean, they even had a robot buddy, mm-hmm. <laughs> super cute robot buddy. Yeah, involved. you might say they all they probably had maybe one or two too many things going on. <laughs> you've got maybe one too many aliens. You've got uh, uh, all the different devices and robots and things. You've got the uh, the robot that was supposed to be the true menace of the movie. Yes. Oh yeah, they're the the overlord. 
It certainly uh, it spams you with everything for sure. Instead of just playing this as like information off screen, they actually show a little bit of the the Martian War. I, I don't. I'm not mad at the movie for that. No, no, I I, I enjoy the effort. It's it's so zany. I just let it come at me. I just bring it. I mean, um, I, I forgot the name of the character, but the girl who was in Jurassic Park, her character. I <laughs> uh, was it Kathy uh, or Kathy? Kathy. Yeah. Um, xenomorph. And, <laughs> yeah. And she was talking <laughs> and that and the kid in the duck costume <laughs> introduced himself to her. And it's like, oh, you know, how'd you come up with such a great costume? Oh, my, oh, uncle, my, my uncle works in movies. <laughs> yeah. He works in movies. So he makes aliens and monsters and stuff. <laughs> he spares no sure. expense. Sure. Yes. Let's do that. Let's throw that in there. <laughs> you know what? That's awesome. <laughs> we got to have some backstory. Okay. Oh. And that, that kid is the duck was Duck, quit, duck kid he was, was incredible. The, he was he, he was he's the my favorite me, mother. Yeah. He was totally the surprise of the movie. His comedic I mean, timing su- was fantastic. For such a small role, he's so extra in every every chance he gets. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's hamming it up. I love, man. I love oh. that the cop question where his web feet were shortly after that. Yeah. <laughs> After he yes, that was good to wear your web feet. His web feet. <laughs> if you're a duck, I also appreciate that same cop being very half sunburned. I really like that uh, makeup. <laughs> that, that. In the one place. <laughs> good. Wait, they're going two thousand nine hundred miles over the speed limit, <laughs> yeah. and they don't have tail lights. <laughs> <laughs> He's pointing the radar gun at the yeah. Let's face it, that's what a real in. small town cop <laughs> would do. They go they, up to a they, spaceship and be just, like, "You didn't use your blinker." They've <laughs> just gotten an on ramp to this sleepy little town, uh, to the to the interstate, I assume, the highway, whatever. And uh, he's decided he's, the rest of the he's going to go grab the town's first speeding ticket. Uh, he's such a he's such a Barney Five. <laughs> He yeah, is and, a Barney and he, Fife. he has this this little video blog going apparently. <laughs> yeah, in, in his car. You know, yeah. but but apparently is only for his parents though. <laughs> yes, that was that was my favorite bit with him was the the thing toward the end that just seemed to come out of nowhere that the uh, the robot slave guy was his brother. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, they uh, said that that uh, was his brother. And he's, he's like it's so out of nowhere out of that there. even the sheriff has to go. I didn't know he was your brother. <laughs> <laughs> it's another one of those things. It's totally not needed. It's totally <laughs> gratuitous. But let's do this. Yeah, I had a really good time with this movie. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. <laughs> well, when I was watching it, I kept thinking, I need to watch this with my kids. Like, mm, yeah. I should have been closer. I'll watch it. I should have mentioned it by myself. It was very kid friendly. Um, Oh, it's because my boys watched it. He enjoyed it. I think there's maybe one swear in the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. It was super clean, super funny, and clever, which is just to be expected from a a movie of the era. It's like it's the 80s. We have to say at least one cuss word. Turtles had like three swears. (laughs) It was edgy. Going hard with that. Yeah. (laughs) With that PG. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Turned a hard PG. Or this was, I said 80s. This was 1990. I keep. Yeah, this is a new decade here. Fanny Packs and Space Aliens. That's right. You have this Martian armada and they're going to fight their arch nemesis. And you basically, you have like, 
the group of losers that are inept off to the side that just want like a piece of like, they want some war, they want some glory. And they end up getting confused because they hear a broadcast of Orson Welles, broadcast of War of the Worlds, coming from this small town and was it Indiana, I think? Mm. Yeah, uh, and, uh, I think so. And so they big, think, oh big man. Big Green, Indiana or something like that. Big yeah, Bean. They're, they're Bean. Bean. Big Bean. They're storming, Martians are storming Earth and it's victorious. So we're going to go kick some Earthling butt. We're going to bathe in the glory of war. We're, you know, we're going to go down to Earth and, and do this thing. And and they go down there and they're just completely inept and it's just a so small part town of celebration the of Halloween. Is that they yeah, are it's... quite ready to go down and obliterate all the they earth. They totally things. are, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that is but they the plan. They suck at it. So well, they and that, get and basically hijinks ensue. And that completely derails them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hijinks ensue, and that's pretty much the whole plot of the movie right there. Um, and, and they end up intermixing with, like, like we said earlier, the the girl in the alien costume and the excellent boy in the duck. They costume. almost immediately hook up with these characters. Yes. Only after being separated for from their, uh, of their commanding officer. They say it makes total sense for kids to have a costumes this elaborate in our small town. They do manage to split this uh, this group of five aliens up into like three different arcs, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the pilot stays with the ship. The the commander he, de- he deals with the farmer for the, the at least the first half. <laughs> yeah, he deals with the farmer. <laughs> and Jim. The dog. Jim. Jim the dog. Jim the <laughs> Oh, and then I guess I guess the other thread would be the farmer who's about to he's he's gonna lose his farm. You have the evil obviously real estate guy. This or was maybe the the first viewing I had of this movie where I really noticed how odd it was uh, the, the choices they made between cutting between the uh, Martian battle scenes and the uh, small town antics. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That looks like a good place to stop. Now we're going to cut to farmer. What's his name attacking the insurance guy. <laughs> yeah. So you have the farmer trying to get rich off photographing aliens. I guess that makes you rich. I don't know. Yep. And, uh, and their wacky hijinks trying to repair their ship and, and all this. So The deputy trying to get him a speeding ticket, the rest no matter of the where you're from. The also seems um, a little uh, better prepared than the captain as well, for some reason. Granted that the captain was the one that got hit by a truck and uh, <laughs> ended up on the front fender of he the He was uh, promptly hit by a truck, truck yes. Yeah. That was the first thing that got a real big laugh out of me because I was not <laughs> expecting <laughs> one of the main characters to get nailed by a truck. I know. Where was the minutes. deputy when that truck flew by? <laughs> right. <laughs> Why didn't his brother mention it? <laughs> He's the one that scraped the alien off the hood of the truck. <laughs> With a snow shovel. <laughs> yes. Lumbador. You had mentioned something about uh, uh, some of the scenes being obvious uh, shots of miniatures when it was just things like cars going yes. down the road. There, yeah, there was one particular scene. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. I think trying to get back to the farm towards the it, end of the it movie. It looked very much like the tabletop town on Beetlejuice. <laughs> oh, it, it uh, did. Uh, like it, 
<laughs> like I don't know why they didn't shoot just the truck driving unless it was a whole like lighting issue or trying to save money. But it totally. Well, I, I think like, I replied to you. I said I said reshoots, and I'm like maybe that was it. They just yeah. couldn't get back down there, and so they they built Probably. a little farm town <laughs> <laughs> and pushed a truck down the road. <laughs> I did enjoy the. Um... The, uh, the space alien that had to stay in the barn. I liked how he was just kind of a jerk from the beginning. He didn't believe in any of them that they were going to get it all wrong. And he was totally right. He was right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His claims were not unfounded. <laughs> I think that was the Jack Nicholson alien as well. Yeah. Yes, he was yeah. certainly the cynic of the crew and he was apparently, at every turn. Apparently the Lakers fan of the group. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's right. <laughs> Where does he get a Lakers t-shirt? <laughs> or Baviator sunglasses. <laughs> They're like, look, Jack Nicholson's always there. Built for ears that he doesn't have. <laughs> they, they hint at Mars-specific music, so they do have their own entertainment, but apparently they watch uh, they watch Earth uh, basketball. <laughs> they watch Earth basketball and imitate the style of the fans' courtside. <laughs> Makes sense. He, he had like a bomber jacket and they had the one that had like the letter jacket. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where do you find a child's bomber jacket? <laughs> you had the uh, the commanding officer, you had the pilot, you had the one that was um, uh, I don't know. He was very he was very warlike. I'd call him like the tactical officer maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you had the one that was uh, kind of the machine guy, the Donatello of the group. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I have it done until the, the scientist. And then I guess the other one was Michelangelo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the one that kept saying, whoa. <laughs> may or may not be the most talented of the group if you would just commit and <laughs> buckle <Yes>. down. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely the shortest of the group. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't remember any of their names. <laughs> Well, no, they it were was, weird names. That, like, there's the the captain Bitto and Bitto, Ziploc, Corporal. And, yeah, Doctor Ziploc, Corporal Pez, Lieutenant Giggywig, um, Captain Bipto, and then the commander or enforcer drone. And then someone was short stuff. I don't know who that was. I, I remember. I remember when <laughs> she uh, was pretending they were her cousins that she <laughs> named them yes. uh, Clutch. And whatever the other two after the clutch cargo cartoon, (laughs) (laughs) they're surfers. (laughs) This is a nod to our fan base here. (laughs) (laughs) We'll give them a little something to feast on. That's what we called the knee strike back in the day, kids. Also, the uh, the parenting skills from the the nineties mom there with like she got completely angry at the kids and just threw them out of the car. Just threw them out of the car. Good luck. Good luck. I don't care. I'm leaving. Good luck, kids. You're out of here. (laughs) This is what Ford's got got character. You got the half-hearted, I think I see my dad's truck over there. (laughs) I was impressed by the, like, I enjoyed the movie throughout, but then when they actually showed the scene with the Farmageddon robot thing popping up out of the field, I was impressed by that, like, uh, I did not expect that. Like, no. I, I want to see that in person, in good lighting, and see what it actually looks like. I don't know. To me, it almost looked like sort of just a a scarecrow shaped 
contraction that they maybe lifted up behind the set or something. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you only saw the top half, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... <laughs> So, oh, we ran out of budget. Yeah. <laughs> so, unlike the the T Rex in Jurassic Park, I did, it just, they really <laughs> built that up to where like maybe it was supposed to have been a bigger part of the film. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe, three minutes. Yeah, maybe it was originally, and then three million dollars doesn't get you as things. far as it did in the 1980s. Like, look, just just cover no. up half of it; it'll be fine. I like that the robot guy, uh, the enslaved robot guy, gas station attendant. After he was in the sheriff's house for the next like 10, 15 minutes, he had a uh, banana magnet attached to his bandana that was sticking to his head. That guy really got into that performance. (laughs) Yeah, he did. uh, You know, he would would come in from like the side of the camera instead of just, instead of just walking into it. (laughs) <laughs> uh, leap into the camera as if he were uh, you know standing on the wall or something <laughs> oh we haven't yet mentioned the uh the battery changing dog <laughs> oh yes the, i love that the dog's obviously in the floorboard of the truck changing the battery that's such on just... the flash of the camera we're not even going to worry about showing it. We're just going to have him throw out a line about the dog putting in the batteries. Do a flash or two. Funny joke. Thank you for joining us in the dimension of our midnight cake. We hope you'll visit us again. From myself, Lumberdor, Beaches, and Doug. Thank you, and good night. Good night.